Blog Talk Radio. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love Radio Show. And this week's article and radio show is on a really interesting topic called survival programs and this is a topic I've been wanting to cover for quite some time. So I'm uh, really happy and excited to be sharing this information with you. And let's kick it off. Let's get into it. It can be very difficult to get our head around the level of healing that we can create for ourselves now. And that's one where suffering no longer needs to be uh, the only option. And my definition of suffering is this. We're trying to survive despite our trauma, despite our history and despite our losses. And when we're locked onto that trajectory, life and living can feel like an everyday battle. The reason why we're so stuck and suffering so much pain is because our beliefs have been hijacked with fully activated survival programs. And that's the life I used to live and that's the life that so many people in this community have lived. And of course, as a result of narcissistic abuse, many of you are still living it. And this is why I feel really compelled to talk about this topic. And the article and radio show this week follows on the back of last week's Thriver TV episode, which is what self-partnering really is. Uh, And the link to that is on the blog if you haven't watched that yet. So it's my deepest wish for this week that this information helps make it very, very clear exactly what survival programs are and the promise that self-partnering and up-leveling brings which is a freedom way beyond the needing to painfully try and manage our wounds anymore because we don't when they just no longer exist. And that's exactly what this information is about. The real bringing home of understanding that there is a source truth for us, there is a path forward. There is a level of existence that is our birthright and it's one that is not about attempting to manage wounds. It's living free of wounds, especially the ones that are crippling us. These are the ones that I call survival programs. So what are survival programs? Let's have a look at that. These are inner beliefs, systems and traumas that affect us adversely. The reason why they do is because when survival programs are triggered within us, we experience chemical rushes and terror that can literally feel like we are going to die. And this is when the issue doesn't necessarily match our emotional response. It's not logical. So an example may be a woman called Angela being left by a man and feeling like she cannot go on and physically survive and live her life without him. 
and that could be regardless of the fact that Angela is a CEO for a global company and earns five times as much as him. And it doesn't matter what her family, friends and even her brain tries to tell her to realise the incredible logic of how capable and financially secure she is. Angela's inner belief systems can't be convinced otherwise. Another example, maybe a man called Andrew, feeling that every time his partner leaves to go out and do her own thing, that he has this terror that she may not return and a feeling of trauma that is so intense that it causes him to panic. And this is regardless of the fact that she always returns, she has no intention of leaving him and the couple's counsellor tries to convince Andrew of that as well. And no matter how convincingly he tries to remind himself of the truth, he can't seem to manage this panic that literally takes him over. I hope you can understand by these examples that survival programs are anything but logical. That's right, they are deeply emotional, as are all our belief systems. And belief systems with high emotional content within them can't be managed cognitively because that is not where they are based or generating their energy from. So why does Angela have the terror every time a man leaves her that she can't cope and will die even though she earns six figures? And why does Andrew panic every time a love partner leaves the house even though his partners wouldn't leave him or hurt him and always return? Because of survival programs. Angela's is one that so many women carry. I can't survive without a man. It's a universal one among, amongst women, deeply entrenched within us, that virtually all of us inherited from our ancestors through our DNA unless our previous female ancestors had already healed and up-leveled that belief. And most hadn't. Andrew's was caused in childhood. When he was very young, his mother used to leave him unattended to. As an infant and young child, he had no ability to be a source of love, approval, security and survival to himself. He was highly codependently reliant on his mother. When she regularly abandoned him, he was filled with the terror of, when she leaves me, I could die. As an adult man, this terrible trauma still lived inside him. So both Angela and Andrew were feeling powerful, destabilizing emotions that the present day logic did not agree with. But none of that matters when we are living under the influence of survival programs. And they literally throttle us until we heal them. So let's have a look at this section, Narcissus, the activator, the activators of our survival programs. The purpose of every relationship is to reflect back and trigger unhealed parts as an offering towards personal and collective evolution. When in relationship with a narcissist, magnify this substantially. Narcissists smash our survival programs up to the surface, meaning our biggest unconscious fears and terrors. The most vulnerable, fearful parts of ourselves that we have disowned don't want to face 
don't like about ourselves or never even knew existed because we were unconscious and these fears and stuff had just always been our normal. When narcissistic abuse strikes, there is nothing livable and normal about what we're going through. We wake up to our worst possible nightmares. These are examples of only some of the terrible survival programs that narcissists find, smash and trigger. If people leave me, I'll die. If I can't stop this person acting crazy, I'll die. If I don't convince this person I didn't do the wrong thing, I'll die. If I don't win this person's love and approval, I'll die. If I don't help this person, I'll lose them and then I'll die. And remember, the feeling of dying equates to the young, undeveloped fears of I can't be a source of love, approval, security and survival to myself. The illusion is that this terror started with the narcissist. Yet it didn't. It's old. It was established in childhood or we were born with it in our DNA from ancestors and then it repeated in childhood. Survival programs are big. They are powerful and they run our life in terrible ways until we heal them. And we can't achieve that by trying to think our way out of them. So this section is the thinking learning model is not healing survival programs. Thinking and learning has been ingrained into us as a way to change something about ourselves. But if you are trying to defeat a way of being which is a survival program with a huge amount of terrorized emotional content within it, no amount of thinking or learning is going to change what you choose and generate with life. This is where so many people go wrong. They try to create cognitively a change that their subconscious, quite frankly, is not having. Let me explain with an example. Mary's father cheated repeatedly on her mother. And when Mary was a young teen, he up and left for good. Her mother was always depressed, emotionally unavailable and sad. She was also at times so angry she would lash out at Mary and take out her pain on her. When Mary's father left, her mother had several suicide attempts. Mary was always trying to help her mother and hold her together. Sometimes it would work, but usually it didn't. Mary accumulated these deep traumas inside herself. Men cheat and lie and destroy their woman and the people I love are too hurt to look after me. If I can fix them, then I can survive. Mary had been in therapy for years because her pattern was the same as her mother's. Men who cheated and left her and her suffering deep depression and anxiety. She understood the pattern. She talked about it with her therapist and learned all about the warning signs of cheaters. Men who had a history of cheating, men who oogled other women and men who were jealous and controlling and accusing their partners of being unfaithful among many other signs. Mary was determined to not repeat the pattern by the time she met Peter who was handsome, attentive and so into her. Before long, they were in a relationship together. Mary had done her homework as 
per her therapist's suggestion, and asked Peter some pertinent questions. Peter admitted to Mary that he'd cheated on previous partners. He told her the reasons for this. One woman had told him she did not love him anymore and wanted to stay with him to see if the love could rekindle. Peter had said because of the pain of not feeling her love, it wasn't right, but he fell into the arms of another woman. Mary pondered this and thought, I can understand this. He also stated that when he was younger, he did play up more regularly, but that was before he worked on himself, understood how much pain it caused, and that was not his makeup now. Mary believed him. One day went out to lunch, went out to lunch. Mary went to the toilet, was walking back to the table and saw Peter looking a slim blonde up and down who was walking past him. Peter saw her notice this and he said, I was thinking how gorgeous that outfit, that outfit would look on you, darling. Even though Mary's heart sunk, she chose to believe him. After a few months, Mary started feeling very uneasy when she wanted to do things without Peter. He would get moody and would often question her over and above the normal range of concern. It got worse. He started making demands about her not spending any time alone with other men and wanted to know the marital and otherwise status of the men she worked with. Mary was still having counselling and she reported honestly what was going on. Her therapist advised her she was back in the same pattern again with a man who was showing all the signs of being a cheater. Mary went home and talked to Peter honestly about her concerns and said to him she would need to end the relationship. Peter broke down and cried and said that there was no way he would ever cheat on her and that he had abandonment fears, loved her so much, needed her help and wanted to work through things with her. Mary capitulated. She felt his pain intensely, held him and declared how much she loved him and would stand by him and they could heal all of this together. Two years later, Mary was still in therapy, shattered and battered and totally hooked and addicted to him and trying harder and harder to fix the relationship whilst losing more and more pieces of herself. Within the two years of being with Peter, she discovered three of Peter's affairs and the whole time had been terrorised by his escalating jealousy and possessiveness. This was the worst relationship Mary had had to date with a cheater. And this is what happens when we haven't healed our survival programs, life ups the ante to get our attention so that we do. Why had this happened to Mary? Despite learning the warning signs of cheaters and knowing this was a pattern that she needed to stop repeating from the trauma of her childhood because the trauma still lived inside her. It had never been released or healed and all the information in the world was not going to achieve that. So this next section is the brain follows the subconscious programs always. The mind decisions we make are always going to default back in alignment with our subconscious programming. Meaning we always get with and stay with whatever our subconscious programming is. Everyone's mind comes up with all of the justifications and excuses as to why we should, even when the infinitely 
wise part of our inner being is trying to warn us otherwise. Remember how Mary's heart sunk when Peter told her the lie? I was thinking that outfit would look gorgeous on you. That was Mary's infinite wisdom telling her point blank it was a lie. But her mind quickly talked her out of it. We've all had the gut warning and then the excuse in our mind takes over and later down the track we find we found out just how costly it was to go against that gut warning. Narcissistic abuse is full of those times. And we've all listened to someone else making justifications to do something or stay with someone When as an outsider looking in, we can clearly see that the excuse is delusional and this person is totally making up a version to convince themselves in order to do something or not do something that we know is going to end very badly. We are conscious, but they're still asleep. They are unconscious to their choices. And because we care about this person, we may do what a good friend does. We speak up. We don't just tell them what they want to hear. We point out in no uncertain terms that they are crazy and thinking that and the real facts are so obvious. We're amazed. Why can't they see them? After investing all that energy, it seemed they were listening and you hope a shift happened, yet you later hear they made their original choice. More drama and pain happened and they still aren't getting it. Maybe we've all been that good friend as well as the person at times who doesn't hear the information. Why can't we hear information at times? Why can't we embody it? The reason is very scientific, conclusive and irrefutable and neuroscientists are proving it now. The reason is because we can only choose and hang on to thoughts that are within the range of our existing subconscious programming on any given topic. The most prominent subconscious programming we have are the messages we took on which evoked the greatest emotional charge within us. Trauma is high emotional content. Belief systems with high emotional traumatic content are survival programs. A child who is in terror of not receiving love, approval, security and survival has high emotional trauma. Mary's survival programs regarding her father and her mother were deeply embedded within her. Her thoughts and subsequent choices brought her the validity of men cheat and lie and destroy their woman And this person I love is too hurt to look after me. If I can fix them, then I can survive. In other words, her thoughts organized her in a way, despite the presenting evidence, to ensure that these beliefs were lived out as true. That's what subconscious beliefs with powerful emotional content do. They generate the truth of the belief to the letter until reprogrammed. So in real terms, this is exactly why she made excuses for Peter and gave in to him every time he appealed to her to be fixed by her. And when Mary contemplated letting go of Peter, as her counsellor was trying every week to get her to build towards, 
Mary literally felt a panic so extreme it was a feeling like she would die. I can assure you this was real for Mary and as powerful as it was real. Just as survival programs are for all of us when activated. So here was the counsellor and Mary trying to convince Mary to let go of Peter and create her own life Yet the almighty power of the subconscious programs inside her went like this. You are a child and powerless. You are not getting your needs met and you can't survive unless you do. If you don't fix this person who is not meeting your needs, then you are going to die. Now maybe you understand the insane power of those terrors and panics you have felt or still feel when trying to get away stay away, hold no contact and move on to generate a completely different life free of the past patterns and abuse and the literal barrage of excuses and justification, your justifications that your mind gives you to get you to stay attached to the patterns and abuse so that the beliefs get to live out as true. If you feel terror and pain emotionally, it is true for you and no amount of logical discussion is going to shift you out of that terror. In fact, the more you try to argue with the terror terror of that subconscious program with mere logic, the more you are tearing at yourself because the subconscious is not having it. It 100% believes death is imminent if you let go and it is doing everything not to. This is why if people do let go without reprogramming these crippling survival programs, the agony is almost annihilating. People feel like they are dying. They can't eat, can't function and feel the incredible trauma and panic of wanting to constantly reconnect and having to try to use extreme willpower or distractions to stay away. The truth is, most people only get out when things have got so bad that the belief, I will die if I stay, has matched the power of the belief, I will die if I leave. And these two beliefs don't cancel each other other out. Either way, you feel like you will die. I promise you, so many people just don't ever heal from this. They have to take up medication or another addiction to numb out the emotional agony. Or their subconscious will find and attach to another replacement to fulfill the truth of the belief and the cycle starts all over again, just as Mary did with Peter. And until reprogrammed, the brain will find every loophole and every justification to bring this to pass. So this section is how do we heal survival programs? We heal survival programs the same way we heal all our belief systems that are not serving us. We stop trying to think our way out of them and we go into our body and toward the trauma in order to to track it through to its origin. Then we embrace it, load up the emotional energy on it and release it out of our body, which creates the space to bring in healthier beliefs that do serve us on that topic. Then 
no longer are we operating under the influence of that survival program within us. We have midwifed our evolution beyond the trauma into a state of being which is healthy and solid instead. Then there are no triggers to manage. There is a calm wisdom in its place now. And we stop convincing ourselves of ways to keep ourselves connected to more of that trauma and hurt. Our thoughts have just become healthy without effort instead. Not only have we ceased thinking, showing up as, and generating more of the trauma, we also stop being attracted to and attractive attracted to and attractive to who and what represents that trauma. Sometimes when we've up-leveled a survival program, we get the chance to graduate in real life. An example I share in my webinar groups is a personal one. It's this. My worst previous survival program was if people I love turn their back on me, I'll die. Both narcs used this against me horribly. And at those times of sudden abandonment, my sensibility would go out the window. By the time I was with NARC number two, I'd healed tons, but not this abandonment terror. And again, I found myself doing what I did with NARC number one. I would phone and text incessantly. I was not able to let go. I even threw myself onto the bonnet of the car when he tried to drive off. Once I clung to his leg as he dragged me along. When he did manage to get away from me, after me being prepared to throw all boundaries and rights out the window and agree to any insane condition he would lay down, I would shake and be terrorized like a three-year-old. I would vomit. I would hyperventilate. I felt literally like I was going to die. Not pretty. Was this an adult woman? No. It was my terrified three-year-old inside me taking over. It wasn't until after NARC number two and up-leveling my inner child with quantum freedom healing shifts on abandonment that she was able to get well regarding abandonment and feel safe and secure with me and her ability to be in life without an external parent-partner needing to fix her on this topic. Then I got to experience the results of my up-leveling in real time a couple of years ago i was seeing a gentleman and we were starting to connect he was gorgeous smart lovely and dreamy oh so dreamy yet something cropped up i spoke up and questioned when my gut told me something is not right then i didn't get the right answer if i continued on i would have been self-abandoning i would have absolutely been selling myself out because my intuition was very clear it screamed, do not proceed. He didn't step up. Rather than the old me feeling terrorized, abandoned and let down, instead this time I didn't self-abandon. Yay, I ended it easily. I had no fear, no regrets and no pain. I did it respectfully, calmly, lovingly and clearly without surges of nasty chemical compounds occurring in my body. I graduated double yay. My inner child was not terrified about letting go. She was nestled inside me, happily secure, saying, yeah, we don't want him, mum, not good enough for us. 
Now, what are we doing today? And yippee, that was the happiest and most exciting breakup I'd ever known. Knowledge was never going to grant me that relief and evolution. It was only the work done directly in my body that could have ever created such a shift because that is exactly what our survival programs require. So I so hope that the article that's coming out on the blog in this radio show has explained a lot to you and given you hope that there is a way out of the nightmare of survival programs. And if you strongly relate to this information, and I know many of you will because it's all part and parcel of narcissistic abuse, I'd love you to join me in my next upcoming webinar group where I will show you exactly how to transform and heal from your survival programs. And I promise you, you will not know yourself when you do. So to do that, you can join me in the next free webinar at www.melanietoniaevans.com forward slash free webinar, which is my website address forward slash free webinar. And the link to that will also be on the blog, which is blog.melanietoniaevans.com. And I look forward to having a really deep, wonderful uh, conversation with you on the blog by replying to your uh, questions and comments. And that's it from me until next week. So lots of love and bye-bye.